This is Gemara and Saita Daf Chaf Beis, and we're holding on the second line of Chaf Beis of an Aleph. Just one word of uh, correction. Daf Tes Zayin. I know this is going back a little bit. I apologize. I'm sure everyone else just filled up the gap by themselves. On Daf Tes Zayin, by mistake, we were supposed to start in Tes Vav Amid Beis, about 10 lines from the bottom, from Nichnas Lehechel. And the shear, you can even see, if you look at the beginning of the shear, it just jumps to the first Y line of Tes, on the, the first Y line, which is the last line on Tes Vav Amibes. So there's about 10 lines over there, which are unaccounted for. So we're just going to put out that reminder. We're going to read them quickly now. It says over there, Nichnas Lehechel, Pinali Aminai, why does the kind turn to the right? Ma'itayma, it's actually interesting, because... We, those who are learning Dirshu Mishtabura, we just have this in today's Dirshu, the day that we're recording this, which is sort of meaningless, is the Amar Mar Kopinu Yemen, you always turn to the right, the Kehana by always turn to the right. And again, we're on Tezvavim and Beis, um, eight lines to the bottom for another 60 seconds. Makam Ayisham Amal, Tanur Rabbanim in Afar you would think you take the dirt from outside. You should dig with an axe. If there's no dirt there, you sprinkle some dirt on the floor. And then you pick it up. So how do we dash it? And then we get involved in the Machlekes. Isi ben Yudayim or Lavikarka. Shilei Noivet v'given v'yisei Lamin. Isi ben Achim says the second shot. Okay, just to fill in that gap. And we'll pick it up from, here we are, Chav Beis, Amit Aleph, the second line. Itmar says the Gemara, Kara v'shana v'shimei ishtamil yivichachamim. As we ended off the previous year, someone that seemingly is doing a great job. He's doing it all. He's Kara. He's Shana. And he does everything, but he's missing the critical ingredient of having a Rebbe, of being Mishamesh. Says the Gemara of Lazar, Mary Zamar, he's an Amaret. Ravish Mavarachmeni Amar, Harezabur, which seems to be on a lower level than an Amaret. If Yani Amar is a Kuti, Ravachamar Yaakov Amar is a Magush. So we're learning quite the uh, quite the problems that we have going on over here. That what would what's the big deal? One would think he learns. What does he need a rebbe for? Why does he need to be mishamesh? Tamidi chachamim, as the top Rashi points out, is little mitzvahs like Gemara b'tamei mishnah ma'aim to learn the svarois. Says the Gemara, he's a boar, he's a kusi, or he's a magush. A magush is a sorcerer, someone who does avoda zara. As Rashi over here, about 15 lines into the Rashi's, points out, it's he makes things appear that aren't. So says the Gemara, you know what I think is the most mistaver? Kiravacha bar Yaakov, the pshat that said he was a magush, a sorcerer. Why? Tamri inchi rotun megusha veloy yada mai amar. So, because the reason is, because what do people say? Megusha, rotun megusha. The megusha, the sorcerer, makes incantations. He says things veloy yada mai amar. He doesn't know what he's saying. Similarly, tani tanav layada mai amar. Similarly, this person. 
who has learned a lot, but he's not Meshamish Tamidichachamim, then what? He does not know what he is saying. And as we've so many times mentioned, this is a lifelong pursuit, as there are incredible stories of Gedailim being subservient to other Gedailim, Rabbanim always asking to other greater Rabbanim. This is something that never ends. Tanu Rabbanan, with that we continue with a Raisa. We're ten lines down, Chavezim and Aleph. First word on line is Tani Tana. What is an Amaharetz? So the threshold is pretty low. If you said Krishma morning and night with the Brachis, seemingly this would also point out that it's at the appropriate time. Then he is not an Amaharetz. Now it's not so simple. The reason why I say seemingly is because if we take a peek at Rashi over here, when Rashi says, Ezehu Amaretz, we're talking about the status of Amaretz, therefore we can assume he took off his appropriate Chumas Amaisers, Tyrus, etc. Rashi says, Enochrishma means he doesn't know anything. But if he knows that a Rikrishma, then he's not an Amaretz. And the reason why it's just interesting is because the Gemara throws in Bibir Chaisel with the Brachais, so, which would seemingly mean a little bit of a higher level. And we're going to leave it at that. No. He doesn't have titsis in his garment, which as well is an interesting detail that Benazai is pointing out. Because seemingly one would, one would claim that titsis is a mitzvah you only have to do if you're wearing a four-corner baguette. So what's the big deal if he does not have that? So the Mepharshimir explained the Pashtas, what's going on over here, it says Bibigdai, meaning he's wearing a four-cornered garment and he is not wearing tzitzis. The Marshal points out over here, this guy is, why is he not Ma'aretz? Because he's saying Krishma. He's saying the mitzvah of tzitzis and yet, what's he doing? He's not wearing them. He's not raising his children in the appropriate path to learn Torah. If he's neither Kara nor Shana, again, Shana usually referred to reading Mishnayis. Allah Akasa Vaimer Vizarati is basically Israel, Vizbasi Yehuda Zera Adam Vizera Behema, that the house of Klal Yisrael, the house of Yehuda, and the Zera of man is like the Zera of a Behema, equating man to Behema, someone who is not learned at all. And we continue, we're at the two dots, about 20 lines down. The first word of the line is Vesbeis Yehuda, which the Gemara continues. Another issue for those who do not serve Tamidi Chachamim, quoting a Pasuk that says, Yireyes Hashem Bini Umelech. Those who fear Hashem, my son and the king. And the Pasuk continues, Vim Shainim Al Titareif. And do not mix with the Shainim. What's the Shainim? These are those who learn halachais, but they don't serve tamid chachamim. So don't mix in with them. These are not people that you should get involved with. Says the Gemara Bshita. How else? Seemingly the pasuk is explicit. What's the chiddush? You know what the chiddush is? You would think that when the pasuk says ve'im shainim, don't mix in with the shainim. Maybe it means someone who is shaina. Someone who does an Avera and repeats it. 
And the Ravuna, like the famous statement of Ravuna, Dama Ravuna, teaches Ravuna, once one does an Avera and he repeats it, it comes mutter to him. Kamash Malan, and of course the Gemara in Kedusha teaches us, doesn't mean he's really mutter. It's Nasa like Yater, it appears like it's mutter. So Kamash Malan, the Chedesh is that no, it's not referring to one who does Averois, but rather it is referring to one that is not Mishamesh Tamide Chachamim. We continue, Tana, we learned in the Mishnah, Hatanoyim Mibale Oilam. This is the Mishnah that said, that these four categories of people, if you remember, this was the Chasishaita, this was the Rasha Aram, and this is finally those who are not Mishamita Midachamim, they are those who destroy the world. Says the Gemara. You really think they destroy the world? Meaning, seemingly they're incorrect, they're not great people. But how are they destroying the whole world? So Amar Avina, you know what the problem is? They're teaching halacha is based on that which they learn, but they don't have the right Kabbalah, they don't have the Rebbe that taught them appropriately. Seemingly they are settling the world, they're doing a lot of learning. And that is the problem that they're teaching just based purely on that which they learn, but they don't have the Mishamish Samir Chachamim, they don't have the appropriate analysis, etc. And we continue with Isha, Purusha, Vechulu. Quoting from the Mishnah, the Mishnah said, A woman who is a Purusha, she's a Parush, she separates from this world. So explains the Gemara, Tanu, Rabbanan, Besura, not, not Besura, incorrect, Besula, Salya, Nis, a Besula that does a lot of davening. She's always in midst of tefillah, says Rashi, Ibalas tefillah. Va'almana shayvavis. And almana, a widow, is a shayvavis, who is a good neighbor. As Rashi says, She's a woman, she doesn't have her husband, but she's constantly visiting her neighbors. And v'katan, a katan, a child, whose months are not complete, the Gemara will explain, says Rashi, These three people destroy the world, which, at first glance, seems interesting. Seems we have a girl who's davening, we have an Amana who's visiting the neighbors, and we have this Katan. Why are they destroying the world? Any asked the Gemara, is that true? Let's learn the fear of sin from a Besula, a woman who... Over here, Pashtas to Besula doesn't necessarily mean a Besula versus a Baula. doesn't necessarily mean a woman who hasn't had relations. It just means a young girl. A single girl, we should say. So it says, Rabbi Yechran, learn Yeras Chait from such a girl. And accept the reward from a Almana. Yeras Chait from Besula. Rabbi Yechran, what does that refer to? Rabbi Yechran, Shamelahi Besula. Rav Yechlan heard of a besula dinafla pa vikamra. She fell in her face like tachlan, a form of tefillah. And she said, "Rabbi Neishalai lam barasi ganehim, barasi ganehim." 
Rabbi Yechelon hears, a woman, a girl, davening, Hashem, you've created Gan Eden, you've created Gan Gehenim, Hashem, you've created good people and not such virtuous people. That people should not stumble on me. So seemingly, this girl's givaldic. She's davening that she doesn't want people to be nichshal based on her. She's a woman. People can come attracted to her. She doesn't want people to do such. And if Yechelik continues, that we should be mekabel schar, we shall learn about the reward me'almana, which is what? Eight lines from the white lines. There was a certain almana. Da'i almana, who was a shavisa, she was the neighbor of a be'kinishta of a shul, and called Yoyma every day, of his asiyum asli, every day, she would come at Davin, be'min joshua to Rav Yechran, and to the base medjish of Rav Yechran, Amar, Lord Rav Yechran said to her, my daughter, do you not have a shul in your neighborhood? Why do you come over here to Davin? Amr lay, Rebbe. So she responds, Rebbe, what do you mean? I get extra reward for walking here. So asks the Gemara, you just told me that this Almana, that's a neighbor, this Basula that Davin destroys our Mevali Oilam. But we see from Rebbe Yechon that seem these are incredible Mailas. Answers the Gemara, Ki Kamar, two lines on the white lines, Ki Yon Yechran Basarit TV. You know what the Brisa says when they refer to, when they destroy the world, excuse me, it's referring to those like Yechran Basarit TV. So we look at Rashi over here, and Rashi fills in the missing details. Rashi is all the way on the white lines on the bottom over here. Rashi says, Almana Machshefa Isa. When it comes a time for a woman to give birth, this woman was a sorcerer and she would make that the woman's womb would close with her incantations. And after the woman's in a lot of pain, she needs to give birth. This woman, Yechani Basri TV, would say, Let me go into Avin for her. Maybe I can help her. Ulai Tishvat Vilasi. Vailachas that she would go, Vasaiseris Kishvel, she would stop doing her Kishif, Vavlad Yaitse. And the Vlad would go out so everyone would think. So that's the Nikuda over here. What does it mean, this girl who diamonds? What does it mean, this neighborly person? It's all a show, it's a sham. She's making believe as if she's davening, but of course, she was the one that caused the issue. So, she had a worker at home. She was going to a woman who's giving birth and having issues because of the trouble that she made. And the worker heard the voices of the incantations, the voices of these murmurings, whatever this means. She hears a jar rattling. <laughs> Strange. And she sees the jar, and the jar is talking. Like the Vlad moves around. So this worker went. Opened up the Kli. Sounds straight out of, uh, I don't know, one of the sci-fi movies. And let out the incantations. And everyone knew, he a fascinating story of Yechel and Rasta TV. That's what the Mishnah meant, that's what the Gemara meant, that she is a destroyer of the world. And we continue two lines from the white lines, it is getting late. My katan, what does it mean? Hamabib 
Chacham, that rebels against his teachers, continuing the theme that we started with today, destroys the world. Rav Abba says, no, there's a Talmud that has not reached the stage of Hayra, and yet he paskins anyways. What does that refer to? Second line from the bottom. What does that refer to? So both sides of the coin are a problem. The person who should not be basketing and is basketing, and as well the flip side, the person that should be basketing but is not taking upon the responsibility that's endowed to him based on his knowledge. Asks the Gemara in the top line of What is the stage that one should begin basking? Ad shnim. Says Maraini, is that true? Rabba would pask in many Shilas. And what's the question? If we look at the top Rashi over here, apologize, we're on the wrong side of the page. If we look at the top Rashi over here, Rashi says, and how old was Rabba? Says Rashi. Rashi explains, and Rabbah was only alive for 40 years, as we learned in Rosh Hashanah, that Rabbah and Abayah from the base alien, they only lived for 40 years. So if you tell him you can't start passing to 40, and Rabbah Baskis, how's that possible? Says the Gemara, Bishavin. What does that mean? So again, let's look at Rashi's Bishavin, numerous Bishavim over here. But Rashi says, He's the oldest, or he's as great as the oldest. Taisus over here, Quotes the Peshat of Rashi, and then the Riyaz questions, etc. And we continue, Chavbeiz and the second line, as the, the Mishnah continued, Umakois Prushin. The Makois, the wounds of the Prushin, of the seemingly, again, those who are parish from the world, also destroy the world. Tanarab Anan, Shiva Prushimim. Says the Gemara, there are seven types of prushin, and of course, the detail that we have to remind ourselves is this is incorrect precious. There's beautiful precious of Aaron Steinman, precious of the Sadiqim of the Gedailim, but then there's precious, as we're going to see, which are all in a guise, all trying to get to their evil scheme. So says the Gemara, Parash Shechvi, Parash Nechvi, number two. Number three, Parash Kizi, Parash Meduchi, three and four. Parash Machayvasi, Vaisanu. The five is when one says, What is my obligation? I'll do it. Parash Mehava, he separates out of love of the reward. And Parash Meyira, seven categories. Now says the Gemara, let's explain. We're going to take it part by part. The first four, then the last one and two. Parash Shechmi, what's that? Zawi Shechem. This is referring to one. That does actions like Shechem. Shechem got a bris milah, as Rashir points out, for the wrong reasons. Just to get covered. Parash Nikvi, Zamanakif as Raglov, one who knocks his feet against the stones as he walks. He pretends like he is a Anav, but he really is not. And we whoever learned Hachzik Moser, Misilsi Sharim. We've touched upon those points. Meister Shechem, we're actually touched upon in Shar Bitachr, Chavis Avavis as well. Uh, the people who do things for the wrong reasons. Parish Kizi, the third type, is a bloodletting. What does that mean? This is one who lets off blood against the wall. What does that mean? Again, he pretends to be an Anav. He doesn't know what's going on. He smashes into a wall. Parish Maduchi, number four, what's that? 
He walks over bent as if he is an anav. So again, four different types of anivos, which are not real anivos. Continues the Gemara. We're about 12 lines down. The first line is parish. Parish So the fifth type was a person who's a parish. He doesn't get involved in this world because he says, just tell me what I have to do and I will do it. And nothing more than that. Says the Gemara, one second. That sounds gewaldic. Why are you telling me it's a problem? A very critical word, that su. What more do I have to do and I will do it? Meaning he's implying that he's done everything. He's, he's there. He is at the spitz. He is the greatest. Number five, parish me'ava, parish me'ira, excuse me, that's uh, six and, uh, that was six and seven. So Amrla Abayin Rava said, Latana to the Tana, Loi tisni parish me'ava, parish me'ira. Don't learn the final two categories, these final two categories. Someone who's a parish out of love of Hashem, um, Love of the schar, excuse me. Someone who's parish out of the year of the fear of the punishment. Don't learn those. You know why? And we're all we all understand this. You know why? Says Abayin Rava, because we should do things If someone is a parosh, someone doesn't get involved in all the physicalities because he wants to get schar. If someone stays away because he's afraid of the punishment, that's gevaldik. Because mitay shaloylishma, you'll come to a level of lishma. Amar Yitzchak teaches Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak teaches Rav Nachman Yitzchak mitamra mitamra that which is hidden that is hidden with the megalia megalia that which is revealed is revealed what does that mean beidina rabba lit para lis the Bezdin of Hashem, everything is revealed and will punish those who are Chafu Gindi, who enwrap themselves in things in a, as if they are Tzadikim, pretending to wear Tzitzis, but they are not. Hashem, everything is revealed for him. Amr Allah, Yani Malka Ladvisu. So Yani Malka said to his wife, Altis Yarimina Prushim, do not be afraid of the Prushim. And also, don't be afraid of those who aren't Prushim. But well, we know you have to be afraid of the pretenders. They act like Zimri. They're Mizana. But then they pretend like they receive the reward like Pinchas. Those are the ones that you have to be afraid of. We're just going to begin the Mishnah. The Mishnah is going to take us all the way to Amid Beis. But the beginning of the Mishnah is Shittas of Shimon that we've learned already about the Hamtana, about a woman who unfortunately committed the crime, the Saita, but she does not die immediately due to the Schusim that she has. And this is Rav Shimon says, the Gemara in the bottom of Chavez of Mebez of Shimon, Aymer, Ein Schus, Tadim says Rav Shimon, if someone Excuse me, Shimon argues, and he says that the schosim do not hold back. Schosim do not stop the me'amarim from killing. It says to Shimon, you know why? Because according to you, that the schosim do hold back. You know what you're doing? You are diminishing the powers of the water. 
Because women aren't going to be so afraid to drink. They'll think, yeah, I have schosam, I'm not going to die anyways. Furthermore, you're giving a bad name on someone that's sarshashasu, that they drink. A person drinks, he doesn't die. So says Rav Shimon, what do people usually say? Okay, that person was righteous. But says Rav Shimon, but if the schosim could hold back, people are going to say, no, really, that woman committed a crime. She happens to have some schosim. El Shatal Slam schos, but rather it's due to the schos, that's they don't die. But Rabbi Oimeh, Rabbi argues with Rav Shimon, and he says, no, the schos does hold back the waters, they know you'll add this. But at the time, she doesn't die, but she slowly withers away. She doesn't give birth. She doesn't get better. She slowly withers. She dies to that Misa. We're going to stop over here. As the next part of the Mishnah is going to get involved in the carbon mincha of the Saita, etc., etc.